Hello, hello, and welcome to the holiday edition of the Connectedness Podcast. And by holiday, what I really mean is solstice, but it could be synonymous with Happy New Year's as well, because it's about the ending of one thing and the beginning of the other. Although in addition, I do want to recognize everyone celebrating Christmas and Hanukkah and Kwanzaa and Festivus. So happy, happy holidays to everyone. What I really want to concentrate on is the winter solstice, which is, as I record this, is coming up in two days. In fact, as I look around out my window outside, it's snowing. And it has been off and on for a couple of weeks, which is pretty unusual for the Seattle area. We don't usually get much snow, but we've seen a few days of snow so far this winter. I can see the evergreens out the window and the maples without any leaves covered in snow, and they're beautiful. It's beautiful. There is snow falling slowly as I look outside, and it feels to me like this is what solstice is. This is the picture of solstice. Snow-covered trees. It's peaceful. It's quiet. People tend to stay inside if they don't need to go anywhere, spending time with their loved ones, their family, their pets, or alone. Like winter solstice, it can be a time of introspection and contemplation. So winter solstice is literally the time in the northern hemisphere, which is the shortest day. It's the day that the sun is up for less hours of all year, which means that the night is the longest than it is all year. This day and this night has long been celebrated in the northern cultures. For example, in Scandinavia, they call it Yule, and you might recognize that word from Christmas traditions, like put a Yule log, a Yule log on the fire, right? It has to do with evergreens and wreaths and exchanging of gifts, which sounds a lot like Christmas, doesn't it? But they're celebrating new beginnings, rebirth, and transformation. And as such, the primary intention of all this celebration was to literally say goodbye to the dark and welcome in to the sun. Every day now, from now, until the summer solstice in the Northern Hemisphere, the sun will be up a little bit longer every day, and the nights will get to be a little bit shorter. I really love this time of year because it's naturally quiet. It's a time for introspection for me, for contemplation, for listening, listening to my soul, listening to my divine wisdom, listening to what God says or the universe. And this is exactly why some people don't like this time of year, because they don't like what they hear. They're afraid to listen to their soul. They're afraid to listen to their self. But I find it a great opportunity for growth. All the things that we are holding in mind right now, holding in our hearts, in our thoughts, these are the things that we're going to see next spring. The seeds that we plant now in our hearts, the bulbs that were planted last fall in the ground outside, that's what we're going to see in the spring. It looks like nothing's going on, but it is. So we need to be aware of what we're contemplating or concentrating on. 
We need to be aware of what we're thinking about and holding deep in our hearts right now. And as the Scandinavians did, celebrating the darkness on the way out, it's a matter of celebrating an ending to give fresh new birth to what is arriving. So we need to learn to bless endings. Endings are often messy and troublesome. Careers and relationships sometimes don't end very well. And because we don't like change, people tend to resist endings, even looking at them. They don't even want to talk about them. Even though we look forward to something new, we don't want to have to say goodbye to something. We don't want to have to look at it critically to see if there were any lessons learned or anything we need to get rid of. And what we need to release could be anything. It could be feelings or people, habits, goals. Because it's change, we often resist. But what if we can learn to bless what we've had, what we've experienced, and move on? And this is where our power is, to be able to say goodbye gracefully so we can say hello freshly. You know, you can't wake up in the morning refreshed if you don't go to sleep the night before. You can't begin anew without closing the old. And what do many of us do before we go to sleep at night? Many people have a gratitude practice or a short visualization because we know that by celebrating the day, by giving thanks for the day, and by closing it down, we rest better and we wake up better. It's similar if we're losing a loved one that is transitioning or passing on. We want to be able to say goodbye. We want to tell them how much we love and how much we appreciate them. We want to be able to let them know how much they meant to us and that we're going to miss them. Because if we don't have the opportunity for this, if we can't say goodbye, if we don't celebrate and put an end to the day, we have nightmares, we are restless, we are haunted by the things left unsaid. So it's important to learn how to say goodbye, a graceful ending. And then once you allow that graceful ending, there's a regeneration time where it looks like nothing is happening. When you're asleep in your bed at night, to most people, it looks like there is nothing going on with you. But I think we all know that that's when our body is healing itself and regenerating. Even if you look outside, it looks like trees might be dead, flowers might be dead, the bushes aren't doing well, but they're not. They're deepening their roots. It's time for sleep and regeneration. It's time that we say goodbye and we go into this period of regeneration. So that comes spring, we see everything that's been created. We see the tulips. We see the flowers starting to bud out and the leaves starting to come back to the trees. And this is the connectedness of everything. This is the rebirth process in the Northern Hemisphere. We don't always see what's going on. We just have to have faith and trust, and that when spring comes, there's fresh new beginnings. 
We will see what we have been so gladly anticipating. So it's time to move now from a state of contemplation into releasing old habits and thoughts to intentionally focus on what we want to flower in our lives. And I know that for many of us that are celebrating Christmas and Hanukkah and there's activities and there's performances, there's a lot going on. It's hard to find time. It's hard to find time to be contemplative and know what we need to let go during the busyness of life right now. And if you're alone, if this is a blue Christmas for you, if you've lost someone, it's hard to be alone. It's hard to have this contemplation time because these thoughts and memories come back to us and it hurts all over again. So I recognize and acknowledge that. It's not always easy. And if we want to have growth tomorrow, we need to look at what we're doing today. We need to look at what we're focusing on today because that's what we're seeing tomorrow. So I encourage you to ask yourself, what needs to come to an end? Is it a habit? Is it a person? Is it a job? If you really listen to your soul, to your own divine wisdom, ask it, what needs to be released for my fresh beginning? Probably you have big plans for 2023. I know I do. But that means I'm going to have to release something, say goodbye to something. For something new in 2023, I have to be willing to leave something behind in 2022. It might be emotional, physical, spiritual, energetic, anything. But we don't know until we get quiet and we ask ourselves, what needs to be released? There are ceremonies going on both for solstice and the new year, releasing ceremonies that you can participate in, but you can do it by yourself as well. You can sit and get quiet and just ask yourself, what do I need to release? And do it today. Don't wait another week or another month. Do it today so you move through the holidays more present. If something comes up in the next two weeks that really throws you off your game, you want to be ready for it. You want to be grounded and clear. And for those of you that are listening later in the year, not during the holiday season, know that you can always do this. You can always make your own beginning, but in order to make the new beginning, we must say goodbye. Wouldn't you rather feel appreciated when you leave a job than just having no one say anything and you slip out the back door? Doesn't it feel good to know you've made a difference? Find those things in your life that have made a difference, good or bad. Thank them, bless them, and say goodbye. And since you can do this all year, you can create your own beginning whenever you need to. So remember during this time here in the north of Little Sun to say goodbye to something. It's mandatory for your well-being. It's mandatory for your rest and regeneration. And you can do this by simply asking yourself what needs to be released. If you can find a ceremony, do it. But you can create your own ceremony. You can write it down and light it on fire. You can sing it into a song. You can bury it in the backyard. And you can simply bless it 
and say, Hello, son, my old friend. Let's see that new beginning. I wholeheartedly wish everyone happy holidays, no matter what you're celebrating, wherever you are. Whatever holiday you happen to be listening to this, there's always a chance for rebirth, always a chance to begin again. The sun always rises, always sets, and we are allowed to do the same thing. If we are in our connection with the natural world, we know that these cycles continue and continue. So happy holidays, blessings to you. I'll talk to you later.